Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. He's Andy Limbaugh. You can see everything we do over at undergroundusa.com. Be sure to sign up for the mail-out. Uh, we don't share your information with anybody, but we want that direct line with you because, as you well know, by virtue of you being here listening to us, social media overlords suck, and and they believe they can just silence people at will. But if we've got a direct line to you, they can't they can't stop us from getting information to you um even though the information we give you usually promotes the use of prilosec <laughs> I, I i was gonna say something i, I can't i gotta back off you know um i i do want i live in florida and andy lives in in missouri and i do want to take this moment to give some gratuitous props to our governor down here ron DeSantis. High five, uh, up high, yeah. up high. I can't say enough about what this man is doing to protect the constitutional freedoms and the rights guaranteed to us under the Bill of Rights uh, in the state of Florida. Floridians should just be overjoyed that this man is your governor. Uh, one of the things that he did not too long ago was to spearhead a drive to craft regulation and codify into legislation the prohibition of teaching critical race theory in public school classrooms, which I can't stress to you how important expunging critical race theory from our classrooms is. I, I just can't. Uh, over at uh, undergroundusa.com, you'll see banners on just about every page about how do you combat critical race theory, click on it, look at the resources on there, get involved with it. Even if it's just an email to your school boards asking, what are you doing to protect the classroom from critical race theory? Because just as a little bit of a background, I'm sure everybody who, who listens to the program already knows this, but it never hurts to make sure. Critical race theory is based on critical theory. Critical theory is based on, 100% on the Marxist philosophy. It it pits groups against each other. The critical theory pit the working class against the capitalist class, the proletariat against the bourgeoisie. What critical race theory has done is taken that exact juxtaposition, that exact head-to-head -head conflict, and made it about race. When you, we talked in a previous segment about uh, about getting involved and asking the people in your churches about, uh, you know, if you see, Andy, you mentioned that you're seeing BLM flags flying outside of churches in the St. Louis area. Yeah. Um, unbelievably antithetical to anything that has to do with, with Christianity because critical race theory 
and black uh, black theology and black supremacy, which is I'm, I, I use three phrases to talk about the same the the same philosophy. It's it it sees no redemption. Christianity is all about redemption. It's all about forgiveness. It's all about being able to reinvent yourself and and to reinvent your heart. Critical race theory forbids that because if you're born with the original sin of being a racist, you can never expunge that. There's no redemption in that philosophy. So if your church is flying a BLM flag or you hear the buzzwords of critical race theory coming from the pulpit, get in your preacher's face about it. You don't have to be rude, but question them about it. Go out and get some of the books on this. Hand it to them. Say, you need to read up on this because what you're teaching is something that is not Christian. Now, when we talk about the public schools, there's supposed to be that separation of church and state. And quite honestly, when you look at critical race theory, Andy, it, the philosophy is so deep into black, black theology that it might as well be a religion in and of itself. The Agreed. people who... The people yeah. who believe in this crap but what the Santas did was say you can't teach it it can't be done you can't be blaming people um, you can't be blaming people because of the color of their skin for sins of, of the past you can't say that one race is subservient to another you can't teach that your that your country is systemically racist you can't teach that your state is systemically racist and and it's very well laid out and what it does is it lays an even an even ideological battlefield for the classroom where you can have a discussion about race, but you better knock it off when it comes to the blame game. And there was a report that came out of Duval County, which is where Jacksonville, Florida is up on the East coast on the, on the Georgia border where we've seen this, this led this Florida legislation in action. A Florida teacher by the name of Amy D'Onofrio was terminated from classroom instruction for refusing to remove a Black Lives Matter banner from the wall outside her classroom. This transgressed the law that said you will not be teaching CRT-related propaganda in Florida classrooms. Um, the the commission the commission that uh, it's I believe it's the uh, communicate uh, director of communications for the Florida Department of Education came out with the when this was brought to his attention came out with the uh with the recommendation that she be terminated not not talked to and reprimanded or punished or suspended but terminated because those because that is how the law reads now this woman has a brahma bull sized set of testicles on her because she's suing the school district and the superintendent saying that her free speech rights were being violated because she can't propagandize about Black Lives Matter and CRT in the classroom. It is my hope of hopes that the courts in Florida slap her down so hard that she never teaches again anywhere. But I have to give props to Ron DeSantis and, and how he shepherded this through the Florida legislature. Every governor, and I believe now there's 20 states I, I believe I was listening to Glenn Beck the other day. I think he said there were 20 states that signed on to legislation and or executive action that forbids the teaching of CRT in the classrooms. I believe it's up to 22 now. Good. I, I, the problem with that is it should be 50. Keep the arrow going north. Yeah, it, it should be 50. 
the, the more people understand about critical race theory, the more we should be absolutely appalled that that it's even being seriously talked about. If you're going to if you're going to teach critical race theory in the schools, then you have to allow the Pledge of Allegiance in the classroom. If if you're doing balanced, exactly. You know, but from from what I understand, and, and this is from reading and, and listening to the other various podcasts, and, and I'm I'm kind of focused a little bit on on the CRT thing because I believe it's a direct threat to everything that America stands for. Absolutely, it is. You know, um, even with U.S. history, they're not even starting the education in U.S. history in our in our grade schools, junior high uh, junior high schools, high schools, and even colleges. They're not starting it until the bombing of Hiroshima. They're not, they're not even discussing the founding documents. No, they're they're unless sixteen nineteen. Yeah, they're absolute. They're absolutely not talking about the colonies. You know, unless and there is this gap of history. It's like, wow, I wonder what happened over that time period. Ah, well, not really. You no, know, nothing really. And and when we when we start expunging the history because we need to follow an ideological narrative, and I I lay one hundred percent of the blame. At, at two factions in the education community, the teachers unions and the textbook creators. These are, these are the two, the, the teachers use the textbooks to jam their philosophy and their narrative down the throats of the children. If the textbooks were dealing with cultivating critical thinking skills and, and advancing history that is fact-based, instead of emotion and narrative based, we wouldn't be having critical race theory in the classroom being taught as fact. And you know, the great thing about this too is DeSantis did it the right way, the legal way where the legislature got involved because they had to constitutionally. Yeah. And he got it done constitutionally and and this really does actually lend itself to the idea that there are more people out there that agree that things like critical race theory and this gender identity politics and and equity of outcome instead of equality for all the overwhelming majority of people don't sign on to that bullshit no they don't we just don't and if there's somebody who has spine enough to stand up to say we're not doing it here people rally behind him. You and, see and it we'd, with, we'd, we'd love you for, with for, yeah, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but we'd love for, we'd love for you listeners out there, you know, reach out to us. We'd, we'd love to hear any experiences that you may have had with this. We'd love to hear that experience because Absolutely. We, we know that the majority of people out there and parents out there don't want their kids learning this nonsense. They know it's not real. You know, you know, so reach out is, to us. Feel free to reach out to us. Nobody, well, some people understood the intrinsic danger of what Hillary Clinton said back in the day that it takes a village to raise a child. That was the open door for exactly what we're seeing today. It, it empowered a group of people that don't have a bloodline to the child to have authority over how that child thinks. There was a day when, when teachers in the classroom answered to the school board and and when they went off reservation from the curriculum, were called to task for it. As well, they should have been, 
But today we've got curriculum directors and developers at, at local school board levels who are tantamount to some of the most radical and cost of act, caustic activists that, that we even saw coming out of the 70s and the 60s. And they can get and, away with it because they've got the support of the teachers union. And that's and that's another conglomerate. I mean, you you saw what happened during COVID. Oh, where well, we just don't think it's safe enough to go back into the classroom, so we're just not gonna go. Yeah, but the science says it is. The science says that the kids aren't affected by this. The science says that they are the lowest of the low on the vulnerability radar. So we probably should have classes. We'll space the desks out a little bit more, and maybe the teachers can wear a mask because they're the ones that might be a little bit more vulnerable than the kids. Right. Well, and we, te- of course, what, we no longer teach biology and chemistry in, in you know, junior high no. and high school. So yeah. no. So, so you so you wouldn't know that the mask thing was a whole big giant unmitigated crop of bullshit yep. because the size of the coronavirus was much smaller than the pores in any mask that anybody buys over the counter. <laughs> No, nobody, nobody, nobody's ever wanted to actually uh, approach that subject. Oh, I Medical, knew it. I knew it. Medi- I mean, I'll, I'll, for another conversation, but I, I was in that, no. I was in that business and had to learn it. You know, and I it's like, this stuff doesn't work. Are you freaking kidding me? This was, you'll notice that no one in the mainstream media and no one at the CDC and no one in the Biden administration or on the left side of the aisle, and for that matter, a great portion of people on the right side of the aisle, no one questioned that very real, simple, honest truth that it's protecting you from nothing. Exactly. You know, this was all an exercise of how far can we push them to do what we want them to do? And boy, did we fail as a society. I mean, I I had to learn the specifics about, you know, microns and and all of this and and pores and things being able to get through, uh, you know, this and that and the other. And uh, I'll tell you what, these people making decisions on stuff like this. They just did it because they were narcissist power. They got a little power in their hands, and they were given the ability to just go. Well, and and this is going getting back to when you talked about they're not teaching biology and chemistry and and everything else. Well, th- this is how you're able to get things like critical race theory in the classroom because instead of teaching the things that will will program your mind for critical thinking skills, accurate math advanced math, being able to retain facts about history, building upon one another to actually see how a society is constructed and why it arrived where where it's arrived to. Biology, chemistry, being able to understand that you build things off truths and then you move forward to formulate theories and and ideas and theses and hypotheses. When you when you stop teaching all of that stuff, now I can come in with critical race theory and say everything that was taught to you before is bullshit. The United States started in 1619 because slavery is the only thing that matters in American history. Right. Yeah. You know, good for and, and, I mean, and and, no, and no for care. the record here, and and there was something I saw uh, a friend of mine, Bill Cavalier, somebody I used to used to uh, work with. He was a, a police officer in the same same uh, municipality I was a firefighter in. Um, 
he sent me something. Robert Robert Davi, I believe he's the actor. He plays all the the gangster guys and then and the roughy roughy yeah, kind of guy. He 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 went off on 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 the, the removal of Christopher Columbus's statues everywhere as as an Italian. Uh, but he and it's entertaining. But he's he does get pissed off at the end, and rightfully so, as far as I'm concerned. His his larger point was that every wave of immigrant who came over here, whether voluntarily or indentured, got the low part of the totem pole and rised above having to be on the low part of the totem pole. It happened to Italians. It happened to the Irish. It happened to the German. It happened to the Spanish. It happened to the Mexicans. It happened to the Poles. It happened to the Czechs. It happened to the Russians. It definitely happened to the Jews. And yes, it did happen to the African-Americans who came over here. But in every instance, almost without exception, the people who chose to rise out of their poverty did so. When, when you read uh, Walter Williams or Thomas Sowell, two of the most impressive intellects when it comes to economics and socioeconomics and, and, and sociopolitics, um, two black men who came from nothing, who came from nothing. They were dirt poor. When you read their, their take on all this, they admonish the people who are race baiting amongst the black community. And they admonish the people who are, who are panhandling for reparations because they acknowledge you're enabling a stereotype that doesn't need to be. That's exactly right. Those two men are heroes in my book. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you are looking for a decent book to read that will, that will tug on your critical thinking skills, but leave you understanding that you're not alone in embracing common sense, pick up any book by, by one of those two men. Yeah. Walter Williams or Thomas Sowell, you will come away feeling as though you've eaten a full intellectual meal when you're done. You know, I, I remember Walter Williams when he would fill in for Rush on occasion back, uh, back several years ago. And I'll I tell you what, I got more of a history lesson uh, in economics in, I mean, basic blocking and tackling economics huh? from that man and and he made it so anybody could understand it it, hey, it was it was awesome this is these are the kind of people that we need to be listening listening not ibrahim kendi not not the, not this nicole whatever her jackass name is from the 1619 project there's a reason why they call this theory theories are meant to be challenged they are, they are not sacrosanct narratives that cannot be questioned. That's why it's called a freaking theory. And when you're trying to pass off a theory as historical fact, you're going to run up against that wall. Well, why, why do you call it a theory then? Yeah, exactly. Somebody messed up in the, in the naming. You know, Marxists are not brilliant people. Marxists tend to be kind of, they're conniving, they're underhanded, they're despicable, I dislike them, but they're not the sharpest tools in the shed. 
You know, that's that's why some of their Soviet overlords called them useful idiots. And and people like Kendi and this Nicole Jackass from the New York Times, they're useful idiots. And and the teachers who are promoting critical race theory in the classroom and the school boards who are allowing it to happen, you fall in the, you fall in the useful idiot category as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, now, again, I'm going to ask you when you if you are concerned about this happening in your school and believe me, it's happening everywhere. So you need to get involved. I don't care if you have kids in school or not. Your tax dollars go to fund the schools and pay the teachers and pay the administration. Get involved. Over at undergroundusa.com, you see the banners for how do you combat critical race theory. Click on it. Look at the organizations, see which one fits what your, what your need is in your community, and sit down and write the letter and send it to the school board. How are you protecting my classroom from critical race theory? How are you protecting my children from the indoctrination into a, a, a sociopolitical theory that's steeped in false narrative? And what are you doing to actually teach a full and balanced, fact-based historical accounting of, of U.S. history? These and things, go to the school board meetings and voice your opinion because you have a right to. Yes, you do. Your, you Look at your tax bill when you get it. If you get it quarterly, semi-annually, or annually, you pay taxes to your school district because in almost every single, every single case from coast to coast, the school districts are separate taxing bodies. And don't fall under the canard that the federal government is the lion's share of the money that comes either into your school district. The federal government, on average, is worth about maybe 7.5% of the budget that's, that, that's allocated, spent every year for, for, for your local school district. 48% comes from local, 48, and, and, and the residual comes from state. The federal government's input into the budget on, on, in your school board, in your school district, is infinitesimal. You could go without it. And this is a perfect example of, of everything is local because you have any, every individual has a voice that can be heard legally at any school board meeting. And you have as much a right as anybody else to be in that room when they have a meeting. Absolutely. And, and just be, again, if you don't have kids in school, your voice is just as important as, as a parent who does have kids in school because this is molding the future of your republic, and they're doing it with your tax dollars. If you go to a school board meeting and, and the people who are sitting on the school board present with an air of arrogance, look down your nose at you like you're too Smug. stupid to understand. Smug. Ugh. Gather, gather your data, make sure that you get things recorded with the quotes so that you can actually go to one of the organizations that's fighting CRT. Again, go to undergroundusa.com and click on the banner. Find the one that's right for you and engage these organizations. They will work with you to affect the change that you need to, to affect in your school district if it's fallen already to, to the forces that want to advance CRT in your school. You know, we, we need desperately 
to return our education systems to cultivating critical thinking skills in our children. We, we, we are too involved with teaching them what to think instead of how to think. They should be able to be making these decisions for themselves when they get handed the diploma. You bet. And, and, and this is a great place to start. Let's get CRT out of our schools. Then we can get it out of our communities. Then we can get it out of the American lexicon and throw it back on the ash heap of history where all Marxism belongs. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. This is why I only do one show a night. I just do one. I won't golf, do two anymore. Golf clap. Yeah. No, I did. I did borrow that from Beetlejuice. Hat, but hat, hat, hat tip Frank Silvato on that one. You are listening to Underground USA. Uh, remember, go over to undergroundusa.com, sign up for our mail out and click on the, the CRT link and get involved. Get involved. It, it takes it's it's an email. It's an email. It, it's a phone call. It, 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 it's not a, it's not dedicating your life to it. Get involved and save the republic. This is you, people ask, what can I do? This is what you can do. My name is Frank Salvato. He's Andy Limbaugh. We are Underground USA. Thank you for listening. And a, and a quick shout out to the people who listen to us in, and I love this, I love this, Australia. We're very big in Australia. We're big in New Zealand. Yeah. We've got listeners in, the, in Israel. We've got, we've got listeners all over Europe. We've got listeners in Brazil, throughout Central America. We've even got somebody monitoring what we're saying in Beijing, Andrew. For real. For real. And it ain't causing no Olympics. Yeah, and, and it's not because we like egg rolls either. <laughs> Actually, I do. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we're on somebody's list over there. Well, so. but I use, I use liquid aminos instead of Kikaman. That's I, you know, me. I'm. I believe Lachoy is still an American company. So going back to the 1970s commercial, I go with Lachoy because I swing American. Lachoy makes Chinese food swing American. Yeah. Oh, and I think that's a wrap. <laughs> You're listening to Underground USA undergroundusa.com we'll be back right after this did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States hi I'm CJ the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company we have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.